Hello, my name is Ewa. I am Sisi. Welcome to As, As We Were Saying. As We Were Saying. <laughs> and then because of that, we now judge other people. Even myself, I remember as I'm thinking about it, just judge other people by by their life, that is their experience. So somebody will say, How can you say that God is good when you lost you've lost your child? Mm. When your child died before you, you buried your child. How can you say that God is good? How can you still say that God that God everything is working out for good? How is everything working out for good when you have you have divorced somebody as in Jiget, you yeah. you've gone through a divorce. Or how would how can you say that everything is working out for you? You've lost your job. You are supposed to be promoted, but instead of being promoted, you were not only demoted, you were sacked. You've lost your house. You're sick. I'm just thinking about job now. But you're now saying everything is working out for good. Mm. How can you say that? How can you say that God is still a good God? Cause God and die. How can you say that um this thing that you're going through that God still sees you you know you still say it you might not even feel it you know that's another thing you, you might not even feel the closeness of God you'd be like God you're so far away I can't I don't even know if you're even still this you know sometimes I tell you I'll be like sometimes I ask myself does God still exist does God exist because it's as if he's so far away do you get like I can't even sense his presence. I'm praying. I'm crying out to God for help. I'm disabled. I can't even sense his presence. And I'm like, God, are you far away? And that's why you have to just believe what God has already said prior to being in that position. He said, I will never leave you. Neither will I forsake you. And I know I've explained to you about the difference. Leaving you like he has left you physically. But forsaking you is like he's there, but he's not, he's, there's no closeness. Mm. You know, there's no closeness with, you know, sometimes, especially if you have a relationship with somebody and you are normally, people are always chatting, you're always friendly, there's always a, there's always something going on between you. But when the person is there, nothing, there's no feelings, no, these people are not even looking at each other. That's like a forsaking. Mm. So he said, I will never leave you. I won't go away neither will i forsake you i won't as i won't have that i will always be there for you he said i'll be be with you all the way so when that time when you don't feel it because you say your experience is not allowing you to have it you get mm. does, does that now mean that he's not there does that now mean that he's not hearing you does that now mean that he's not listening you know as um david was one of those people that expressed his his frustrations in that in very clear ways in that distance and that's one of <sighs> god is just good because after that period eventually you just come back again and you know you now start experiencing his warmth and his comfort and his joy and you just be like yeah 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 god is real God is real. Like I was telling you yesterday, now I'm saying all those, I was saying all those things by faith. But I now sat down as I was sleeping off and I was just thinking, ha, Lord, do, don't go far. <laughs> don't go far. Cause that's what can happen. Yeah. You know, suddenly you just be like, I'm feeling so dry, very empty. I cannot even sense the presence of God right now. Then the question is, what do you do then? What do you then do? Very powerful stuff because as we we're just talking, I was just thinking, hmm, 
Um, there's a stability of God's word that he's looking for in us where no matter what happens, when all else is said and done, his word will still abide forever. Mm-hmm. So he, I don't know, makes the feeling of his presence disappear and makes the feeling of his presence appear or reappear. But when you look at it, the key thing is what keeps you is, is it those feelings or the Mm. word of God? Like we're learning in the third month, the word we got for the month of March. Mm. And the person I was speaking was saying that I was led to write down my feelings Mm. to document it. And then after I've written down my feelings, I'll now juxtapose it with the word of God Mm. and say, hmm, this is how I felt today. This was my mix of emotions. Mm. And this is how I felt throughout the day. But for the day, this is what the word of God said. Mm. And I put it together and then I now decide to follow what the word of God says. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That thing that he said was very, very touching. You know, he, he, might, he, might, he might even have forgotten a little bit of that, but that's very true. Because he said, I feel this way, but the word of God says this thing. So I'm going to listen to what the word of God said, not what my feelings say. say. So it's like, I see we have many information sources and those information sources are the ones that feed our decision-making, our disposition for the day, uh, how we think, how we process even information, that other information that comes in because your state of mind also helps you to process information. If you are not feeling too happy or you feel abandoned, or you feel the world is against you, someone looks at you, you feel like this person is just staring at me and was just looking at me somehow. But the same person on another day where you are feeling bright and warm and fuzzy will look at you that same way and you'll be like, oh, this person is not even really looking at me. But the truth is that maybe on that day, the person wasn't even really looking at you, was looking at something else behind you. And you thought the person was looking at you and was looking at you somehow. So the looking at you somehow is not really the person. It's your state of mind mm. and your processing uh, capability at that point in time that determines how you filter and how you receive information. Mm. So just as you're just saying this thing that, you know, this, this, that, and that, I was not just thinking that, wow, God wants that constant, that thermostat in our lives where come rain, come shine, come lack, come abundance. His, his word is still that thing, that anchor that holds us. Even when you have a lot, you won't feel like you are closer to God. And then uh, when you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that happens. You get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens because you just be thinking, oh, that everything is going well, so that means that God is pleased with me. Yeah. Everything is not going well, so therefore God is not, not pleased with me. me. But if you look at the story of Job, Everything was not going well because God was pleased, pleased with, with him. him. As, as so like, it's a, it's, it's, it'll be difficult to have that mind naturally if yeah, God doesn't help to good. build yeah, that good. in you through the trials that you go yeah, through. Yeah, it's only good. You know, because sometimes God even tell you go and say this thing to somebody, and you're like, ah, God, I don't, I don't have the cap, I, I don't have that capacity to go and say that. Mm. 
Why should I go and say that to the person? The person does this one at me. The person... Uh, I, I'll go, give, I told you me. Okay, okay let me give you an example. Someone was, you know, saying, oh, go and tell this person that. Go and give this person 100 pounds. Mm. <laughs> You're looking like, <laughs> this person that gives me monthly income. Oh, yeah. I saw what you mean. Okay. You'll fight it. You'll you definitely fight it. Like, God, uh, come on. You should have sent someone that is wealthier mm. than them to give them that money. Mm. This is the person that supplies my needs mm. all the time. Mm. So why would I be the person to go and give them what they need? Mm. It doesn't work. So you're going to fight it in your mind. I will fight it in my mind until maybe the Spirit of God prevails or you're like, if you don't do it, oh, <laughs> this is what's going to happen to you. Then you now go ahead and do it. It's when you now go ahead and do it on many occasions, you now hear the other side of the story. Yeah, you just felt like, ha, man, I really needed that. Do you understand? Or the person will say, wow, that I was just like, God, I just want somebody to show that they even think about me. Or something in towards, I understand what you mean. Yeah. So, it's, it's when we read the background story, we now understand the full picture of what's playing out in front of us. But the key thing is that trust in God and that you know, can I really believe what I'm hearing here? Looking at all the signs that are, you know, working against me. And I was just thinking that, ah, man, this thing, is that word of God? God is telling me, young man, do you trust me? Huh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Do you trust me? Yeah. And he pushes me off a ledge and I'm screaming, ah! <laughs> on my way down but like god i'm gonna kill you when i get off <laughs> you understand <laughs> and like when i laugh i'll kill you i'll also kill you do you get just as it just metaphorically but thinking about that you know helps us to see that we don't really trust god as we think we do you know when it now shows you that, ah, bros, this your trust is in your bank account. I'm like, no, now I trust God now. Come on. Uh, let's go and do this. Okay, you know what? Well, I do this, do this, do this, do that. Ah, uh, okay, yes, God. I Yes, okay, we'll do it. But you now find out that you don't really trust God. And I remember that example of trust. Remember when we're <laughs> the one that... Our oh, pastor wait. gave us <laughs> our pastor gave us the blindfold test. <laughs> oh, yeah, the blindfold yeah, yeah. test. And the blindfold to, Well, okay, yeah, go on. Yeah. According to me. Right? No, 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 go on. Go okay, on, go the on. blindfold test. Go on. So I realized that when I was doing the blindfold test, so in the blindfold test, the the gentleman who actually gave us the blindfold test will blindfold us. And he will tell us to start walking on the streets. And we are only meant to follow his commands. Do exactly as he said. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yes. So, when I started my own, because he did it for everybody in the team. He did it for me. He did it for CC here. No, but... but you, Cici, no, I don't but know if No, no, no. We, we did do it at the same time. No, no. I know we didn't do it at the same yeah. time. But I've said that he did it for me and did it for you as well. Okay. Then you asked me to do it for the teens as well. Yeah. Some, some years after. Mm. 
So I remember when I was when I started. What, to, what we did for for, you? for for two of us. Yeah. I don't know who he did it for first, but no, he did, he did it for me, for you me first. first yeah. yeah. So when I was in the blindfold test, he was walking, and all the time, right? <laughs> there was a time we're in the car park, and I was like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> I feel like you're leading me into the path of an oncoming vehicle. I'll so kill you." <laughs> I was okay. You're like, no, just trust me. Because I could hear cars just whirring past, you know, me. And it was like, if I tell you exactly where you are, you wouldn't believe it. I said, no, I can't hear sounds. I'm hearing cars. And they feel close to me. I feel like I'm about to die. <laughs> but it was like, bro, just follow my instructions. Turn left. Keep walking. I don't know, am I veering left? Am I veering right? And I noticed that throughout that period, all I was just telling myself was, God, I don't trust you. <laughs> God, I don't trust you. God, I don't trust you. Thank you for listening to this episode of As We Were Saying. Join us next time for another episode. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>